when you're unique, you don't give a shit about what other people think. You're because that's just you, and they can think whatever they want, and that's their thing. It's not a you thing at all, and it should, and it will not get in your way. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Spreading self-help with an attitude across the globe. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Tony Dufresne, PhD, back with you. And the point this week is is something that came up when I was talking to a good buddy of mine who owns a a high-end restaurant here in Phoenix, in Scottsdale. And for some reason, of course, because I work with you guys, I work with the millennials and the younger adult generation, he brought up the fact that he was having an issue with his employees, with the staff that were at that particular age. And after talking back and forth, he was chatting about the whole entitlement thing. And, and, and mind you, this guy's pretty open-minded and he's pretty good with his employees. He's not one of those old-timey, crusty guys telling everybody to get off his lawn and uh, not understanding kind of where the millennials are coming from. So his whole thing was the fact that they did – they there was really no investment into the job. And this is like waiters and, and all the uh, kitchen workers and stuff. And the fact that, that they felt as though they were owed more from him than, uh, than they owed him. What he said was they feel as though they're special and it's the whole special thing. And, and, you know, we, we, we have been dealing with this in this particular genre, this millennial genre for a while now. Now, of course you have your, special, your narcissist, your problem child in every particular generation. So I don't think it's a generational thing. So the one thing that I, that I told him and he, what he had told me was it was a total game changer and it was just one word after we, we talked and the special thing kept coming up. And I said, well, I, I know the reasons why this is the case and to get everybody in line and to get everybody on the same team and all the arrows pointing in the right direction. All you have to do is share one word with them, and it'll completely shift their perspective. And so that's what I want to talk about today. The life-changing difference between special and unique. It is, you know, it's one word, one one shift. And you would think sometimes you would think that they're kind of the same. They're not at all. In fact, they're completely opposite. The life-changing difference between special and unique. Now, this one shift, I'm going to go through the what it'll do for you. Doing this, this one shift can immediately change how you see yourself and how you see the world. It is a perspective shifter. Uh, basically, it will stop or greatly decrease. And I did write this down because I wanted to make sure I got these totally right for you. It will stop or greatly decrease your caring about what other people think. You're comparing yourself to anybody else. Or you being constantly disappointed because of the unfairness of life or that you didn't get something that you deserved. Uh, now, at the same time, this shift will do these three things in terms of the positive stuff. It will immediately shift your focus into, into yourself, allowing for a more clear perspective on things. The second thing is it allows you to immediately relate better to other people. It is a relationship game changer. The third thing is it takes the pressure off your unrealistic expectations of yourself and other people allowing you to be way more authentic in the process and live a more fulfilled and a more successful life. Guaranteed. Now, here's the shift. Now, you're in, in regards to special, and it's a whole thing. It, it, we've been dealing with a special thing for a long time, like a long time in a lot of different 
ways. I mean, Barney and Mr. Rogers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think that the, the intentions were, were good. I just think that the, that word messed things up because you are not special. But neither am I. Now, the definition of special is better, greater, or different from what is usual. Now, in a context of comparing yourself to other people, you can be better, you can be greater, or you can be unusual. And that's fine uh, in that, in that context, if you want to look at it that way. But again, look at how that, look at how that takes the shift out of yourself and into the world. It takes you to comparing yourself to others. That's all it does. Whereas unique defined is being the only one of its kind. And that is a flat out fact. And that's why I think, you know, this whole snowflake thing comes up and people bag on you about, you know, snow, delicate snowflakes and all that stupid bullshit. I actually think that has, that has, it's a very powerful statement because snowflakes, although it's really not true, but snowflakes are supposed to be unique, different from all the other ones. Now they're all snowflakes. So they're not special. They're, they're all, they all come down from the sky. They all do the same thing. They all melt when it gets warm. Uh, they all form up there and whatever. But they are unique in their shape and size. Uh, and that's why I think that shift is so important because so are you. The whole thing is, is that with all of the different components that kind of make you up, including your personality and your physical and your mental and emotional and spiritual and your life process and your experiences and how you process those, all of that stuff is completely unique. It's not special. And I think that's where people go wrong and where parents have gone wrong a little bit in regards to boosting up a child's self-confidence by talking about being special. Again, I think the intention is good, but uh, I, I think I think it I think it messes people up because what that does is it immediately takes a focus out of themselves and trying to be unique and trying to cultivate or try to grow the seed from within and try to find out what works for them and what doesn't work for them and what their strengths are and what can be a passion of theirs and what they want their life to be about. Instead of that, it takes that and it pushes it out to where instead of looking in, now you're looking out towards me being special versus them or her or it. And that takes you more, that takes, that's an ego thing. Cause once it goes out of your, out of your own body and you're comparing, then it's an ego thing. Uh, because who are you comparing for? Are you comparing for yourself? Uh, well, that's ego. If you're comparing for others, well, that's a big problem too. And that's an ego problem. And, and it, and it takes you completely out of the unique phase. Cause now you're comparing, well, I'm better or worse or whatever. Well, you know, anybody's better. The whole thing, one of the, one of the things that I, that I learned a long time ago was anytime you, you say or you think that you're top of the mountain on something, there's more than likely there's somebody that does it better and somebody that does it worse. Now, even if you look at Michael Phelps swimming, uh, he was the best in the Olympics during that time, during that race. Now he's not. Now he, he would get beat. So it could be a fleeting moment in terms of you being the best, and that's competition, but that's sports, and it has its own place versus you and what you want your life to be about and what you want your passions to be about and how you want to relate to other people. Totally different venue than looking at it from a sports analogy thing. Being special is outward-looking and uh, unique is inward-looking, 
and thinking special or that the world revolves around you. It's all ego and it's weakness and you'll constantly run into the walls of unfairness or bias uh, that will keep you from growing. I mean, in you comparing stuff, and you ha- it may be coming from a, a like a like being here in the states, uh, being somebody that's very progressive or very liberal, and then looking at all the gun-toting, uh, you know, Trump people out there. And uh, I know they're not all gun-toting, but stay with me. And uh, and saying, oh my god, I can't believe that they think this way. You know, I have a really good friend of mine. In fact, he's been on the show that uh, that is uh, that voted for him and that is on, you know, that is kind of gung ho for that side. And interestingly enough, through discussions that we've had together, we both want the same thing. We both want a good environment for ourselves to be able to learn and grow and to create businesses. Uh, We both want safe streets. We both want good schools. We both want safe schools. And uh, the thing is, is it's just two different paths to get there. So it's a matter of not getting so caught up in all of that and looking for the common denominator. And, and, and the problem in, in politics is that the common denominator doesn't help. It doesn't help people get elected and it doesn't help the shift in power. What helps is being the most contrasting, being the most out there and shifting that over to that side that's what matters most if you're only focused on power for your side and that's what's been happening and that's and that's why hopefully with all this that's been going on we're going to start seeing a shift back to something in terms of being able to sit down and being able to see and to really understand where the other person is or the side is coming from and we, we really all want the same thing in going forward so that's uh that's in regards to you know that whole shift the the last thing I want to talk about is um, a couple things. The first one is is about uh, nobody cares about you. Now, don't take this the wrong way. It's uh, it's all in context. And what I'm talking about is is that a lot of times people think about what other people think about them, and that's a big thing. And they don't do the things that they want to do, or they're hesitant on some things. So that being said, I had a client that I, an almost client it was the it was the first uh, half an hour session. I actually met her. Uh, because she was in town and we just sat down for a coffee and had a brief conversation. And, and during that time, I, I, and at first when she sat down, you can always tell a lot about somebody even before they talk. Uh, and that's the whole thing about body language and vibe and, and you know, you can pick that up. And she was very sort of into herself and sort of closed up and defend, relatively defensive in regards to making any changes. So I knew right away, it's probably about a 50, 50 chance this is going to happen. And then, so we, as we were talking, she was talking about uh, wanting to get in shape and a relationship. She didn't have a relationship and she wanted to have a meaningful relationship, but she was, you know, but she thought that she was not attractive and, you know, this wouldn't go, the workout didn't, weren't happening and she doesn't have anything to offer and all that kind of, and then she talked about what other people were, you know, well, what would they think about me and all that kind of stuff. And the, and the one thing I said was right out, right out of the gate, I, I said, well, really nobody cares. And that completely, <laughs> I completely floored her thinking, oh my God, nobody cares about me, which is total ego, right? That's where, that's where it went for her. Which means, which at that second, I knew I wasn't going to be able to work with her because it went right to ego in terms of what do you mean nobody cares about me? I need to be cared about to be, to identify, to be valuable to whomever. I, somebody needs to care about me, which is total bullshit. And that's not the case. The only person that really needs to care about you is yourself because when you do, then other people will because you will have an impact not only on yourself that way, but you'll have an impact on everybody else. 
And actually, the people that don't, don't care about themselves or are so worried about other people are actually going to be attracted to you because you show this genuine, authentic level of caring. So that's that's the whole point. The point is, is that really nobody does care because, I mean, look at it for what it is. Everybody's going to have judgments. You're walking down the street and this guy comes towards you and he's wearing some stupid tie-dye shirt and a macrame belt and he's on blades and he's, you know, whatever. The, the, the guy looks like looks like a clown in, in comparison to everybody else walking around the street. So you're going to initially say, well, I, I got to know what that guy's story is, right? Or, I, or that guy's, he's, he's a clown. Now, how long does that last, though? Because you are literally walking down the street and you are going towards something, I'm assuming, walking down the street. So the the, the judgment on that person is, I don't know, ten, five seconds? So five seconds of somebody else's life seeing you dress the way you are or presenting the way you present or uh, doing the speech that your way that you're doing is so fleeting and it's so in the moment, yet people give it so much weight. You give so much weight to what people think about you in certain circumstances. I mean, uh, after a couple of drinks, getting up and, and doing karaoke and thinking you have to nail it. Nobody nails karaoke. Nobody. Even American Idol, sometimes they don't. Because that really, it's. I mean, that's really what it is. Sometimes they don't even nail it. So the thing is, it's all it's all context. And, and, and the whole point is, if you alleviate, if you let go of the fact that you care about what other people think, it's another thing about being unique because... When you're unique, you don't give a shit about what other people think. You're because that's just you, and they can think whatever they want, and that's their thing. It's not a you thing at all, and it should, and it will not get in your way at all. So to go back into the into the things that's going to stop and go, the things that all of this shift. Just look at yourself as unique, not special. If you do that. You're caring for what other people think will vanish or go away or decrease. You're comparing yourself to anybody else will go away. And you being constantly disappointed because of the unfairness of life or you didn't get something you deserve will completely go away because you don't deserve shit because nobody deserves anything. It just it, to being a good person to look at it as to get paid off later on is, is called a karmic debt or it's something where you, you expect because you're doing something good that something will good will come to you. Uh, that's all that that's nonsense. Now, the energy that you do throw out there, it does energize and it will help. It will help to attract those good things. But it's not a one to one thing like, you know, helping a friend off the street and then expecting them to pay you 20 bucks for it. It doesn't work that way. It's not a direct thing. So if you let that go and then at the same time, again, the shift will immediately shift your focus into yourself. It's an introspection. I'm telling you, it's so much better when you're coming from an it from yourself versus coming from the point of you looking out and comparing yourself, especially Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and seeing all these people doing these amazing things and living these Facebook or Insta lives, uh, which again are not true. That's just a snapshot uh, or a small video or a carousel or what or a little story about them. Everybody goes through this. And it, it, there's no way around it. Uh, it allow you to immediately relate better to other people. Again, it's a relationship game changer because when you, when you come from inside yourself, then you're, then you have a space open to understand everybody else comes from inside themselves. And then you can decide whether or not you can relate to this person or how to relate to that person. Cause if you're talking one way, if you're talking Chinese and they only understand Portuguese, uh, it's not going to work. And that happens a lot with in between political parties and all that stuff. And, you, and then you can find a way to make it work in between. The third thing again is to take the pressure off of your unrealistic expectations. 
of yourself and others. And I say, I say this with great emphasis because this is what I do all the time. I have unrealistic expectations of other people until I can reprogram myself or you know, program interrupt myself to snap out of it, especially while I'm driving because I'm driving, I've been driving since I was 16. I was a delivery driver. I mean, I just, I drive all the time and I think, and of course, like everybody else, I think I do pretty good. Uh, and I have, and there's a lot of people out there that don't drive all the time and they're not comfortable behind the wheel or they're scared behind the wheel and they just, they, and they're more into themselves and they're not aware of the people around them. So they don't use their blinker and they throw shit out the window and they go, you know, 20 miles an hour slower than they should in the lane that they should be going faster and all this stuff. And that, and that bothers me a great deal because my first impulse on that is there are other people around you. It's not just a you thing. And, I, and again, I think a lot of that is, a lot of it is the fact that they they're not meaning to do it. They just are too into themselves because they're too they they, they haven't let that go and they because they're not comfortable with it. So that's the one thing that I that I work on all the time is the take the pressure off your unrealistic expectations of yourself and other people, allowing you to be way more authentic in the process. And again, that will help you live a more fulfilled and successful life. And not only that, you will become. You'll become a game changer for other people too, because modeling is a, is a psychological term, and that's when you live the life that you know that you can, and you try to be cons- as consistent as you as possible. And but other and other people see that, and when other people see that you can do that, and they sense the vibe that you have, you actually create a positive influence on them, and uh, and and internal motivation in them to get them to do the same for themselves. So that's it for this week. Again, the life-changing difference between special and unique. You're not special. You are very, very unique, which is redundant, but you know what I mean. And uh, and you be your unique self. Find your unique voice. Be authentic. That's that's the story. That's I'm sticking to it. Remember, you can go to javabud.com for everything. And uh, I'm gonna I might try the YouTube uh, live videos next week. I'll give you a heads up if I happen to. I don't uh, expect a lot from that at, at the beginning, but you know what the hell? I might, I might as well give it a shot. Uh, you can find my book. I got a freebie online. Uh, you can find all of the videos and all the podcasts on uh, JavaBud.com. J A V A B U D. It's like uh, meeting a friend in a coffee shop and talking about life. JavaBud. I have to explain that now because for some reason people don't get that. So I will. Uh, that's it for me. And have a good week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.